Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, thank you as always for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I'm Dave McBride here in the Radio Harambe studios and just finishing up his gig at the Sands at the <laughs> at the Bamboo Room. Was there a Bamboo Room in the Sands? It just sounds like <laughs> something that'd be at the Sands. It's Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? And how is Vegas? Jumbo Day. Vegas is going back to its mask mandate as of this coming Friday. Ah, uh, yes. So, yes. Thanks so. to the CDC guidelines in, here in Nevada. If you're indoors, whether you're vaccinated or not, you're going to have to wear a mask. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, just before we do that, let's do the uh, obligatory plugs. Uh, hit the link in our uh, show notes. Hit the link in all of our social media to go to our Radio Harambe store. And you find some great designs on there. And uh, we're donating everything we make, literally everything we make. In fact, I tend to donate more than everything we make uh, <laughs> to, to the uh, World Rangers, right? The uh, Park yeah. Rangers of the world yeah. this year. Yeah. Yep, that's what we're going to do. It's uh, World Ranger Day is July 31st, just a couple days away. So um, once once that's passed, we'll uh, we'll come up with something something new to, uh, to donate to. But as of right now, it's the World Rangers. Cool. Okay. So you brought it up. Went out. First of all, we're going to do something today, uh, a different subject that we're going to get to uh, in just a second. We're going to discuss the Festival of the Lion King, and Mike's going to quiz me on things I don't know about it. Um, but before we do that, you have some news, and you started off by throwing in the mask mandate thing. Um, so well, it's big news around here in Vegas. Yeah, you know. and it's starting to pick up a little steam here in uh, on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm getting, I, I work at a school, so I'm getting sort of updated mask guidelines for the school and all that kind of stuff. Um, right. We have a particularly high vaccination rate here in Jersey, yet still seeing a, an enormous uptick in positive cases. Mm-hmm. However, not an enormous uptick in hospitalizations, an, an uptick for sure. Right. Uh, you know, an upward trend, no doubt, but not um, at the same rate as the actual rate of positive cases we're right. dealing it's with like a, a year ago to the exactly a year ago this day or yeah. even in the in the winter when it was really bad right um so i've heard nothing with regards to disney though so far have you no that disney has not announced anything but cdc just came out we're recording this on july 28th cdc just came out with their guideline their new uh guidelines yesterday of course florida their governor is uh, opposed to most ma- mask mandates and fights all right. of it. So it really have to be, I mean, the governor's not going to institute anything, not like here in Nevada. Um, so it's really going to be up to the, the parks themselves as to whether or not they're going to uh, demand masks. So I, I expect Disney to announce something yeah. in the next couple of days. Without discussing this politically, and, and this is this is going to sound right. this is going to sound like a political 
uh, thing to say, but that's not my intention. Disney could care less what the governor says on this issue. Yeah, that's probably they, true. They just don't care. I mean, they, they care about it in regards to, you know, they needed the governor to open the doors. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Um, but if the governor, I mean, if the governor wants to go to the mattresses over Disney putting a mask mandate in, he can have at it because... <laughs> That's just not yeah. it, the, the way Disney's charter essentially is written. Um, you know, there's so much ambiguity in there and so much power given to Disney to pretty much run the show themselves. Right. He right. would have a he would have an expensive and long legal battle on his hand to try to get Disney to comply to a non mask mandate if they want one. Uh, I don't think he would even try that, to be honest. I mean, again, no, no. politically, what's the point? Yeah, no. What he would do is he would call them names and he would uh, do things to, uh, you know, to make it, uh, I don't know, politically unsavory for them. I don't know why he would want to do that because Disney could care less. And not only could Disney care less, what does that help him? You know, what does that what does that give him? I mean, again, I don't want to get too too far down the politics here, but so we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, I think the only thing that Disney cares about really is what Universal and SeaWorld and, you know, what they do. If Universal goes to a mask, you know that might put pressure on Disney to do it. But they could care less about the the governor. It, you know, there's two things that come to mind. Um, one, whether or not they feel they have any uh, legal, uh, what's right. the word I'm looking for? Um, liability. Liability they, to it. They're they're concerned about liability for sure. And I don't and I don't know whether or not they really do or what they feel on that. The other thing mm-hmm. is the Twitter mob. Um, you know, because for reasons passing understanding, television, news media, and corporations care what the Twitter mob says. Um, so if the Twitter mob gets on their case over uh, mask mandates, that might, you know, and it becomes a thing where the where the Twitter folks want uh, want you know want masks back on, mm-hmm. you know, then that could be an issue. Uh, it's it's so murky right now. Right. You know, it's right, so right. it's so difficult because let's face it, I mean in almost every state in the country, right? And this if you wanted to get a, a vaccine, you can get one. Mm-hmm. It, and it's free. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's not true for every state, but it certainly is true for every single one around me. I don't know if that's I'm true. I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's true countrywide. Okay. I mean, at this point, what liability does Disney really have? None, if, you, really. if you chose not to get a mask, uh, not to wear a mask, or and you not chose to, to yeah. not to get vaccinated and come to a crowded place, I mean, it's not on Disney at this point. I agree with you. I mean, it the, just, the liability is almost non-existent. It just seems far-fetched. You would me. have to. I mean, I, I don't want to go down a legal legal path here, but I mean, you would almost have to prove that D- Disney was negligent in. Right. You know, handling crowd or somehow, I mean, right, right, right. And I, I don't even see how they're going to do that. Which at this point, that negligence becomes almost in, immaterial, right? Because of the availability of vaccines. I mean, it's it's not on to Disney now. It's on to people to get vaccinated. And, uh, 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 you know, and yeah, if you don't, I mean, that's your choice. And if you if get, sued, you know, if somebody sued Disney for getting COVID, the, the first question they're going to ask is, did you wear a mask? And right. number two, did you get vaccinated? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, again, it's just such a murky thing. I, I think the other thing that could do maybe have some bearing is if California does it. 
right? That can have some bearing, sure. If California requires Disneyland to do it, then that might have some sort of bearing on the Disney company and the decision-making process they have. But right now, again, we have no information on that. Um, nothing nothing has yeah, changed as of the time we're point. recording this. Yeah, nothing has changed. Um, any other news, Mike, before we get into our uh, topic uh, of the two, day? Two things. Um, there was two, uh, I guess like a week and a half ago now, uh, Disney announced that they had two new babies, so if you're in the park, you may see a baby gorilla and you may see a baby Nile hippo, um, hippopotamus uh, on uh, Kilimanjaro safaris. They don't. They have not announced the the sex or or name or anything yet. I don't think. I think they've left the babies so far with their with their mothers so they can bond and stuff. So they have not um, gotten the babies for like any type of significant uh, physical examination or letting them bond for a little bit. Um, sooner or later, we'll, we'll hear, you know, the sex and, you know, the names and all that kind of stuff. But uh, two new babies. Obviously, gorillas are highly endangered. So any any baby gorilla is good news. And people seem to love baby hippopotamuses. You could go on uh, Disney's website and, and find pictures of the, the baby hippo. So um, there, that's good news. I, I do. Uh, um, have you heard this news about... Um... The, did you see the video of the gorillas chasing the snake? I did see that. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> it was interesting. That was everywhere for a while. I saw yeah, it on the. It I was. saw it on. That was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I saw it on the news. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Um, and did you hear this thing about all of the dinosaur yes, merchandise the being removed? Up. All dinosaur yeah. merchandise has been removed. Um, you know, some people are leading that to speculation that Disney will soon announce that uh, Dino Land's going to become, you know, Indiana Jones Land. I don't buy it. Uh, I don't buy it at all. I mean, I think, first of all, I don't think any of that merchandise really sold. Uh, you know, the dinosaur, um, uh, you know, the T-shirts that had the, you know, dinosaur uh, attraction logo on it. I, I think it's just a question of they weren't selling, so... They're going to ship them out to, uh, you know, the outlet stores and they'll try to re, you know, rethink their uh, their uh, marketing and their merchandise for for the Dino Land. I don't think this is a, uh, you know, a, a uh, indication that Dino Land is going to go bye bye. I think more of an indication of that was the fact that they shut down and permanently um the uh, you know primeval world. I think uh, I think Dinorama sooner or later will go bye bye. But for the time being, yeah. I, I don't see it going anywhere. Mike, if they, uh, I'm just going to throw this out there mm-hmm. as an ultimatum. If they change Dino Land to uh, what did you say? Uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Land Jones Land. Here, yeah. I'm I'm selling my DVC. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Well, the That's reason it. reason you too far for me because Dinosaur the Ride is the same exact thing as Indiana Jones the Ride in Disneyland. Right. It's the same track. It's, it's the same track. It's nowhere near the same ride. It. Right. It's it's, yeah. it's the same. Uh, all that is the same. It's just a question of the uh, you know animatronics and effects around oh, you oh, are I, completely I, different. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it, you don't you have no idea that they're the same ride, other than you're in a similar car. So it's like getting into a similar, you know, it's like getting right. into a roller coaster car. You know, that's there. And if You've you done take, Jones, yeah, right? and if you pull okay. every single thing out of the ride but the vehicle, 
they are the same. But who cares about the vehicle? <laughs> that's yeah. that's, that's yeah, not that's the ride. Point. The yeah, ride yeah. is the rest of it. But I'm telling yeah, you yeah. now, Mike, so, if that if that happens, that's it. That would be terrible. That, that would be a be, terrible, would be terrible idea. idea. And let but me, you never know what the evil Bob's in charge. You never no, know what's going to happen. No, and I'm teetering on the brink of this anyway because of the, some of the, you know, I mean, I, I, again, I'm always the negative one, even though I'm certain that Mike is more negative than I in many of these shows. But um, I, <laughs> you know, and... Uh, <laughs> But, it, you know, the, the changes that are being made, yeah, you see, you, you're going down that path to something like that. But here's why I say this. Um, dinosaurs are adored by every mm-hmm. child that has ever lived in the last hundred years. <laughs> dinosaurs are a winner. Disney hasn't done a good job with the theme. Right. But they can. The theme fits. It works. Kids love it. And they love it a hell of a lot more than they love Indiana Jones. And you, I have and you no cannot, problem. you cannot mm-hmm. find me a Disney property that you can convince me would be more popular with kids than dinosaurs. It doesn't exist. Nothing exists. Dinosaurs are more popular than Mickey Mouse kids. I hate to break the news to you, but they are. There's not a kid in the world that doesn't, at one point in his life, adore dinosaurs. <laughs> right. But right. they're but they're and they're ubiquitous. They're across they're across the globe. They're everywhere. <laughs> You're right, though. And Disney should do a better job of. Yeah, they can update using that. Yeah, they can certainly update how they do that. I agree, a hundred percent. They can certainly update how they do it, but it's. Um, it's it's a it's a winner. They just have to make it a winner. Anyway. Yeah, and I also have no problem with Indiana Jones coming to the Animal Kingdom. I just don't think it should repl- completely replace no. Dino Land. I there is absolutely no reason for Indiana Jones to come to the Animal Kingdom. There's no there's no point. I have I, no problem with it. I mean, if they built like a cr- Indiana Jones log flume that you know it involves the Temple of Doom and they put ridiculous. that in an Andapur somewhere, I'm all right with that. Ridiculous. I, I could, I could ridiculous. about that. Belongs in Adventureland. It belongs in the Hollywood Studios. There are places where it fits. It does not fit here. I'm, you can't. I mean, uh, I, I mean, said, the studios is clearly better. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not denying that. Or, or even Adventureland is is clearly better. But I'm, I'm not saying on its face. I don't think Indiana Jones should not be in Animal Kingdom. I just don't think it should be replacing Dinosaur and Dinoland. Right. We need. We need Dinoland. But anyway. That's a, that's a story for another day. Maybe yeah, I don't want. I don't want. Day. Yeah, I don't want to speculate on something that'll probably never happen. So, uh, all right, Mike, what do we got here? So, Dave, we are going to do ten things you didn't know about Festival of the Lion King. Festival I, of the Lion King, as we know, is recently returned. I can't uh, imagine there are ten things I don't know about the festival. Well, Lion King. I know the first one you know, <laughs> but after that, we'll we'll see. Um, <laughs> so whenever you want to get started, we can get started. I'm ready. All right. As I said, Dave, I think this is a softball for you. And I think most of our listeners know this, but maybe some don't. Serve it up. Part The Festival of King was originally part of Camp Mini Mickey. And right. did you know, Dave, that Festival of King itself and Camp Mini Mickey itself was supposed to be temporary? Yes, of course I did. And I, I told you this was a softball. Yeah, and it was supposed to be at the time the location of um, what was it called? Beasts of the Kingdom. Kingdom. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Where it was just going to be now, sort of, of a placeholder. Yep. Now it's Avatar Land. Exactly. Right. It was originally, I'm for just a, a brief, briefly go over the backstory. I think we covered this at length in, in a previous episode. Oh, sure. That um, it was a last minute addition and Disney, because they they were going over budget, decided to build Dino Land instead of Beastly Kingdom to start off with. And a right. couple years down the road, they were going to be Beastly Kingdom. So they transferred Camp Mini Mickey was a part of the um, entertainment budget versus uh, attractions and theme park budget. This way they could build a little land and not be part of the accounting wise, not be part of their, uh, you know, the particular budget. So that's why when Camp Mini Mickey opened, it was two shows and some meet and greets. And that's all it was. Um, Eventually, it became just the one show, Festival of Lion King. Festival of Lion King proved so popular. Of course, that they had to uh, move it once they decided to tear down Camp Mini Mickey. But we'll get to that in a minute. Having spent as many years as I have reading as many things as I have about the life and career of Walt and Roy Disney, um, it... The idea of having to build the land because it fits into the budget of another department of the of the company is probably the most (laughs) non. You know, I never like to say I know what Walt would do, but I know, but I know that's something he wouldn't do. (laughs) Yeah, that that always it always drives me crazy. Walt would would have hated this. Yeah, but Walt would never have worried about what budget. No, no, (laughs) he's a His brother might have, Roy might have, but not not Walt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Roy but, was but the I still Roy think was the accountant. He was, but I still don't think he would have done something because it fits into this side's budget and not into this side's budget. You know, I just well, I mean, it, it seems I, so I, ridiculous. Again, not to go down this rabbit hole too much, but <laughs> I mean, at that time, Disney and Roy were in charge of it. It's not like today where there's stockholders and where they have to, you know, account for things and all that kind of stuff. Um, yep, that's where it all went wrong. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> number two. Yes. Uh, as we all know, especially in the era of the Evil Bobs, uh, after hours <laughs> upcharge events are very popular yes. to uh, make more money. Did you know, Dave, that Festival of the Lion King was the centerpiece of the first after hours event at Disney's Animal Kingdom? And do you know what it was? Wait a minute, you're not. The actual show, the Festival of the Lion King? Was the centerpiece of of an after hours event. Not the, the Lion King show thing that they did back uh, for like a like an anniversary of the Lion King. They did that what did they do? Harambe Nights. There was some That's sort it, of Dave. That's exactly it. That's the first after hours event at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yeah, but that wasn't really the Festival of the Lion King, was it? Sure it was, yeah. Festival of the Lion King was the... The the whole point of it was you went in for the Festival of the Lion King theater and watched a Festival of the Lion King show. It was different because it was like an orchestra and shit like that, but or stuff like that, sorry. Okay. Um, (laughs) Great. (laughs) Sorry. Great. (laughs) Do you want to back up? No. I'm just going to let it fly. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but it was the festival the lion king was the centerpiece of of that event and of course you got to meet timon and rafiki it was a whole it was a whole uh lion king thing so yes harambe nights was the first after hours event and the festival of lion king was the centerpiece of that okay well i i knew that i give you that you got two you yeah got two. You, yeah you're two and oh I'll give you that. I just thought it was a modified show that wasn't called the Festival of the Lion King. But anyway, go ahead. I didn't Number go, three. so I don't remember. Number three. I didn't go either, actually. Number three. Um, 
they use a lot of puppets, of course, in Festival mm-hmm. of the Lion King. In fact, right. Simba, the Simba puppet is 12 feet tall. Um, and, you know, the giraffe and, and elephant are even much bigger than that. Dave, did you know that the puppets actually came from a Disneyland parade called the Lion King Celebration that occurred from 1994 to 1997? It was a, it was a parade that happened at Disneyland. And all those puppets were just shipped across country. They didn't have to build them for the show. They just sort of incorporated them. In yes, that. I did know that. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. You, and also, uh, number but not four. not all of them, right? No, not all of them, though. Well, Simba was. Uh, I believe the elephant was. I don't know about, uh, and I believe uh, Pumbaa was as well. I don't know about the, oh, really? the giraffe. I believe Pumbaa was, yeah. Okay. That, that now, I don't remember. The costumes, of course, Dave, at the show are fantastic. Um, did you know that Festival of the Lion King actually has 136 different costumes for the show? Of course, not all of them are used at any given time. But as you can imagine, um, as uh, people, uh, you know, new uh, actors come in for the show, they're not going to want to wear the same costumes that – uh, people before them wore during the day. Well, that's so a little controversial, isn't it? Over the course yes, of is. yes, <laughs> yes. So there are 136 different costumes that are used for Festival of the Lion King, and the costumes I think are one of the best parts of the show. Oh, yeah, the costumes are interesting. I mean, they're they are. Um, well, how I would describe them? I mean, I, I wouldn't have known the number, of course, but um, they they're like sort of a nod to the Broadway show. Or mm-hmm. or the Broadway shows a nod to them, but they're mm-hmm. not that. You like they're not. You know they're they're certainly more vibrant. You know certainly a lot more colorful. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot less. You know geared towards representing a certain animal, and sometimes they're a little bit more artistic in that regard. Um, Mike, explain the uh, the the little reference we made to the costume situation. Because this oh, was this was, was this was a bad yeah. deal for a while. It was uh, now I would say what like three or four years ago. Yeah, it I feels mean, it was, that way. It was yep. a, a couple, at least a couple years before COVID started. Everything is. I mean, now we think of everything as pre-COVID and post-COVID. But it was it was pre-COVID. It was not. It was pre-COVID by a thing. couple of years, I believe. And there was a dispute from the um, entertainers uh, of Festival Lion King, and that they were being forced to wear. Sweaty, stinky costumes, essentially. Right. Um, and, you know, there was complaints filed with, I guess, the, by their union. Um, and it was a big uh, hubbubaloo for a little while. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Sort of what we would call sort resolved. of a labor disagreement. Yeah, it was, but, you a, know, it like was that a labor kind of, dispute. Like it's yeah. a union I mean, disagreement. Because they're members of a performer's union. Yeah. Yeah. They all, they all are there. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, it was it was a like a, like you said a labor dispute. I don't think it was actually a lawsuit. I don't think the mm. uh, courts got involved. I think the I think the there was an arbitration yeah. and mm-hmm. a medi- or mediation was you right. know whatever. But but it was eventually resolved. But it was right. uh, it was a buzz ugly. for for a good week or so. It was where, ugly. It was ugly. <laughs> it was, it, was a, ugly. it was an ugly situation that, that it was made to got put out of control Disney in a bad light that they're mistreating. Yeah. I mean, first of all, they don't pay these entertainers all that much. Well, nobody does. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I know there's there's set fees for, for through the unions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but right. Um, and then to and, and and you know Disney runs into this problem all the time when they you know when they're not paying their cast members enough. I mean, people 
people go to that park and spend what one hundred and fifty dollars for a ticket, and and you know they're paying minimum wage to these entertainers, and then to have this on top of that, where you know they're making them do uh, you know work in stinky sweaty costumes. <laughs> oh my god! It's just just put. It's I awful. Mean, it's just awful. It sounds awful. It's Disney awful. Disney comes across as just cheapskates awful. when it comes awful. to that. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It's terrible. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Number five. When uh, Disney moved the theater show over from, of course, Camp Mini Mickey to where it is now in Harambe in the Harambe Theater, the show stayed relatively the same. But there was one big difference, Dave. Did you know that after the move, uh, Timon, the puppet, actually started talking? Now, when I say that, obviously, you know, Timon in b- both shows, actually, his voice could be heard through the uh, PA system. Right, but his mouth but started the, moving and his eyes started His moving. mouth started moving and his eyes started moving. It became more and more advanced uh, costume. Um, you know, one of the few that actually are used in Disney World. Um, Timon um, now can his lips move, his eyes blink, and, you know, they upgraded the puppet. But that was one of the few changes uh, to the show. Yeah, and that was at a time when those um, – or what's the word? You know, animation added to these um, costumes – was a big deal. Like they were, that mm-hmm. was a that was a big um, kind of move forward in this, and they added it to Mickey doing some things at uh, uh, you know in front of the castle and stuff like that. And it was a great thing. I mean, every once in a while, he's he's got sort of this lazy eye thing that goes on, right? I mean, I'm sure we've all seen that every once in a while. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, and, and that that coincided with the move, huh? It did when they moved it to the new to the new theater and relaunched the show. That was basically the only change um the other big right. change of course being and then moving to my next one is the theater itself back in the old camp mini mickey it was um it was not really an indoor theater it was it had a roof but it was open outside it could get awfully hot in there well when they built the new theater it was all enclosed, air conditioned, much more comfortable. And Dave, did you actually know that they increased the number of people that could see the show? The original theater had seating for about thirteen hundred guests, but now they added a couple of hundred. Now fifteen hundred guests can sit and watch a festival of the Lion King. But uh, it, um, yeah, they certainly knew they increased the um, the capacity for sure. Yeah, I mean, the this, this show pretty much stayed the same, but the only real big differences were what I said, Timon talking and bigger theater. And you can, you know, Festival of Lion King, fortunately, is one of those things that, I mean, unless you're there, you know, Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or something, it's not the kind of thing that you have to get there like 45 minutes ahead of time and wait in line. You could pretty much show up a couple of minutes before the theater opens for the new next show and, and right. get in. And, you know, the seating, I mean, unless you really, really want to be in the front row and try to get your kids to be one of, you know, one of the participants uh, at the beginning, the seating doesn't really matter after that. I mean, you, you have, it's all pretty much good seats everywhere. Um, so um, anyway, so that's that's the change of the theater. Dave, I, I, I tend to use a fast pass for it myself because yeah, I never do. I do because with the little guy, I, I, I like to be able to get in there quick and get a low down seat. I, I really do. I, I like to mm-hmm. have like sort of closer. He just likes it better that way. And when you start to add up your fast passes and stuff, I mean, you know, there's just not that many things there 
for a six-year-old to do that uh, requires a fast pass other than the safari ride, really, and maybe, you know, the river thing at Avatar, which I can never remember its name. But Not uh, your river journey. That's the well, one. Y- yeah, because he doesn't... One. Your son really doesn't do dinosaur, right? Uh, last... So far, no. I mean, we haven't been since after COVID. Um, right. I since, mean, he's big enough for Everest, too, right? Yes, but again, he's... Uh, since covid he is uh you know we haven't been there since covid so he has not done it and um so that may change right. now you know right 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 yeah so i mean if you're not going to do those two things or or flight of passage he doesn't do that one either he's too small for that the last time he is was he? there yeah okay he probably isn't anymore since it's been about a year and a half now. Right? Yeah, no, I'm sure um, he's. Yeah, but I'm not taking him. I mean, he's he, he's going on there with his mother or something. I ain't going back on. <laughs> Why would you go back on that? You don't I like don't it? like it. Why? I told you this. Flight of passage. You don't like? I don't I mean, like. We're it. really going down a a separate. Uh, a down, down I mean, a I've told you before. I've 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 expressed this before. I, it is a perfectly fine ride. Um, but it's a simulator, and I don't like uh-huh. simulators. I do know you don't like simulators. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, and I would absolutely not wait on a line that long, even with the fast pass, to be on to go on a simulator. If I'm going to go on a simulator, it's going to be the Millennium Falcon. And even that, I w- went on that, and I probably wouldn't run to get on that again because it's. I'm not a big fan of simulators. I just don't like simulators. You have not done Rise of the Resistance yet, right? I have not, but okay. I, I, that I would do because that's a moving vehicle. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I, I do them all. I do them all, and I've done um, flight of passage. I've done fl- yeah, and I've done the Star Wars simulator, the old one, um, multiple times. You know, uh, it's just I, I I don't like simulators. I don't like. I, I just don't. I like rides that are rides that move. I don't like my brain being faked into thinking it's moving and we're too cheap to actually build something that moves. That's just not my favorite thing, Mike. Uh, okay. <laughs> the next one. Dave, I'm going to go through head- space, man. I want to move. I want to be on Space Mountain. That's how I <laughs> go through space. <laughs> I, I there, don't have been, there have been some incidences at Festival of the Lion King. I'm moving on. All right, go ahead. Um, and of course, you know, there is the guy in the middle of the show that brings out fire and twirls it all around. That's awesome. That has actually never been an issue. But Dave, do you know the elephant caught fire in March of 2016? There was a uh, relatively significant incident wherein the elephant audio animatronic caught fire. What? And they had to shut down the show for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mike, yeah, not only did I not know that, but I don't remember us even talking about that. I don't remember if we did or didn't. I'd have to go back to our shows in March of 2016. Because we've been doing this for how long now? 2013, I think? Yeah, way too long. Eight years, right? <laughs> Eight years of shows? Yeah. So, I And um, and, I, and we would definitely have been talking. We would have definitely been on the air at the time. I'm sure I just, we did. I, but I, I just, that is five years. It's over five years ago now, Dave. I think you just yeah, don't remember it. Really? Well, maybe not. <laughs> we only got a couple more to go. The next one is... Since COVID, since it's returned, and we're kind of doing the show because it has recently returned, um, there have been some changes to the show. Mm-hmm. There have been, uh, they, you know, they, they've changed out some of the things. There's no longer, the, I don't think they do the uh, flying woman, any, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, I guess they were supposed to be cranes. Um, 
Did you know, Dave, though, that the show's name actually changed? Do you know what it is now called? Uh, yes, it's called. Um, <laughs> it's called something. It, it, they added a generic. Uh, yes, very fixed to it. Disney, like, um, yeah, very like a um, type of name. Like the magic of the festival, or a, or a celebration Close. of there the festival go. of the Lion King. That's it's yes. Called, it yeah. is now called a celebration of festival of the Lion King. This happened weeks ago, right? Yeah. This I, happened, knew, I yeah. mean, you could. I, Disney loves these terms. That, I mean, all their boats are named after all that wish magic celebrate and mm-hmm, all that kind of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is another example right. of the generic, uh, you know, Disney uh, word that they love. Uh, in this case, a noun celebration. Uh, Dave, of course, <laughs> music plays a very important role in the show. Of course, sure Elton John was a big part of the uh, soundtrack. Did you know that Disney actually released the soundtrack to the show Festival of Lion King as a CD back in 2001? And you can still actually get it on Amazon. Yeah, I have it. If you look hard. Do you have it? Okay. Yeah, of course. There you go. <laughs> there so, was a time, Mike. Yep. So mm-hmm. my son is, uh, I'm sure, like many people's young children uh likes to hear things over and over and over again right that's things kids like um and there was a time where we had to listen to the entirety of the festival of the lion king in every car ride that was more than like 20 minutes long where we had to listen to it all the time hundreds of times hundreds and hundreds (laughs) of times all because i found the cd stupid me found the cd and played it for him yeah so that's you know, children have a habit of wanting to watch or listen to the same thing over and Absolutely. over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Now he's I remember. Into, I remember. Now he's God. into Garfield. Really? Yeah, he Garfield, loves huh? Garfield, which is on Netflix. Yeah, loves God. Garfield. Was it a, the, the movie or is it a cartoon? It's a Let's cartoon. Series. It's a cartoon. All right. Okay. He loves Garfield. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely All ridiculous. Right. Dave, one one more. Did you know what the first Lion King show in Walt Disney World was? It was not Festival of the Lion King. Do you know what the first show about Lion King uh, that occurred at uh, Walt Disney World? Uh, yes, it was at the Magic Kingdom. There you go. Uh, was it called The Legend of the Lion King? Very good. Are I'm you got, looking on the computer? Yes. No, 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 no. I, no. <laughs> I remember that. It was in... Um... It's where Mickey's Filler Magic was. Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. It was a puppet show, a weird puppet show, but it was a, uh, a show That's at right. the That's right. It was the kind of weird. Mickey's, it was kind of weird. Mickey's uh, Filler Magic. It was called Legend of the Lion King, yeah. and it ran from July 8, 1994. I believe 1994 was... Was that the year it came out? Yes. Okay. To uh, actually relatively late, February 27, 2002. See, I well would not after, have known that. I would have thought well, that would have closed like 97, 98. Yeah. Yeah, no, it went pe- well past um, the uh, um, Festival of the Lion King, or else you probably would have seen some of those puppets. If they closed it in uh, 98, they, you probably would have seen some of the puppets in the uh, Festival of the Lion King. But right. no, that show, that show continued to about four years after, uh, after uh, Festival of the Lion King opened up. Dave, those are ten things you may or may not. You actually did. This I did is really the well. Best, the best one you've ever had. Um, you know, because, usually you only get two or three, right? Because but this time you probably got like six <laughs> or seven. It's truth be told, um, I 
adore this. I mean, I spend a lot of time, you know, mm-hmm. joking about how I'm negative about everything. You'd never find me saying a bad word about this show ever. I adore this show, and my kid adores it. Uh, my wife would go see it a hundred times if we would let her. You know, right. if the, it's it is. I I absolutely love it. I mean, this this is one of my all time favorite things at uh, at the resort for sure. I mean, yeah. no two ways about it. It's it's. It's in my mind the greatest live show um, that they've ever produced, uh, and I, I, I just I think it's wonderful. I really do. It's a great show. <laughs> it's a great show. I think it's probably the best live show in Disney World that I can think of. I can't think of anything that's better than that. Yeah, and I, I haven't seen all the other live shows, so I've got as, as far as outside of Disney World. So yes, I, I'm, I'm speaking along those same lines. Where I, I, yeah, I would say it's the best live show that I've ever seen them produce mm. uh, in Disney World for sure. Yeah. All right, I, Dave. I well, that's that are te- that's ten things you did or didn't know about a festival. Hey, I, I get I get props for that. Come on now, I did good. Yeah, I, I gave you credit. I did good on I, that one. <laughs> See, the, the the thing is, Mike usually comes up with with very esoteric details about things. This is like the only thing he could pick that just doesn't have a lot of esoteric detail to it at, <laughs> at the Animal Kingdom. This Not is like, I mean, you probably I was expecting. Did you that there would be something about the history of the like? Some building in Africa that looks like this building that they made, or so this, that's what I was hoping. That's what I was thinking, and not hoping. That's what I was expecting to be bombarded with. And of course, I'm not going to know those things because everything that they make, it, the Animal Kingdom is chock full of details like that, right? And and you just yeah. don't know what they all are. And, and it's that's like, why that's yeah. why I threw in the number of costumes and number of seats because I knew you, you wouldn't <laughs> you would know have that hand that knowledge handy. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I would not know that. <laughs> cool. Is that it for us? That is it. All right. Don't forget to hit the uh, store there. The uh, look and link in the show notes. Go to our um, social store. media. It's a T Public store. All the money is going to go that we make every dime goes toward the World Ranger Fund this this time just, around, and then we're going to change it. <laughs> yep. Then then we'll change it as we get past uh, World Ranger Day. It is right on July thirty first. July thirty first. Yeah. So celebrate uh, World Rangers. They they spend their lives, you know, protecting natural resources and the people using them. So, right. um, you know, they're policemen, firemen, and you know, rangers all wrapped up in one. You can find Mike on Twitter at Jumbo Everyone. You can also find us on Instagram at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, we're on Facebook at Radio Harambe, so you can go there. They're all different. I know. I'm sorry, but uh, the, the, you know that's what happens when you have a show for ten years. Is that thing? You know, even longer than that. So things things evolve, and they don't always evolve in the same branded way as the evil Bobs would like us to do. Um, I guess that's it for Safari Mike. I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well. Thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Kwa <laughs>
Now, who do you put